Sup, Cartel? Davey Wavy coming back at you for another episode of the Red Pill Cartel. I am very blessed to have my close friend and co-worker, Mr. Thomas Jones, in the house today. He is actually trying, just like a lot of us, to escape the Matrix. And... I got him on finally. He was supposed to be on last week, but I got him on finally today. You know, because another guest, uh, he didn't uh, reply. So it is what it is, you know. So I texted him and I'm like, dude, what are you doing tonight? You busy? He's like, I'm going to get up early in the morning because I'm quitting my fucking job. So I don't know why I'm going to work tomorrow. But anyway, why? You, you want to do a show? And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So... Without further ado, I present to you the most honorable and esteemed guest, Mr. Thomas Jones. He's a funny motherfucker, and we went all over the place, and uh, we don't see eye to eye on everything, but we can come together. We can come together in a middle ground and look at both sides of the bullshit and still love one another. So yeah. Here's my good friend, Thomas Jones. Follow him if you know what's best for you. And I love you all. Thank you. Welcome back to another episode of the Red Pill Cartel. I have a very funny motherfucker on here tonight. And he's a, he's a good friend of mine. And he's also a co-worker. Um, Thomas motherfucking Jones. How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, dude. I'm glad you made it in because um, I'm lately, like the last week or so, I've uh, just been getting uh, guests uh, jump ship for uh, unknown reasons, really. I mean, uh, some of my guests leave me on red when I respond to them, and it's like, you're not responding to me, but um, including yourself, last week you were supposed to come on. And you had some shit to do uh, just for laughs, right? Yeah. So, but uh, I was like, yeah, ain't no big thing. But uh, here you are tonight. So, fucking thanks for uh, blessing me with your presence. Of course, dude. <laughs> but I respond back, eh? Yeah, like instantly almost. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm very happy to be here. It's uh, exciting. Um, do, do people know where we work? Is this something we talk about or no? Uh, I'm sure some people do. I might have let it slip a few times or a couple times, but for the most part, I just say I work for a corporation that doesn't care about me. <laughs> Don't we all? Don't we right? all? That's that's just it. I mean, that's what we do, right? And that's what we do to survive. But at the same time, it's like if you can't, like if you can't stand working for like people that don't really care about you um you're 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 gonna want to get out of it at some point and you gotta find another way or another medium to uh you know use your talents to do whatever it is that you're passionate about right so you've inspired me uh when you got me on your old podcast right and uh and then i got on another podcast and i was like you know what i think i'm fucking cut out for this shit right so that's what I'm doing now. And you got into comedy and you're doing stand up. and you, I don't know why you're going into work tomorrow. Um, 
well, yeah. You don't this have to get up that show. early, dude. It's more of my last day. <laughs> I know. Right? Um, no, it's it's really I've, – I've thought about it all day today, to be honest with you. And it's almost a shame because I like the people a lot. I like coming in. I like seeing – I love the people. I love the people. 80% of the people, right? But have you ever heard of the 80-20 ratio? No. So there's there's a they, – they say – I don't remember where I heard this exactly, but I think it was like economists or whatever uh, like theorized. There's a thing called the 80-20 ratio. Uh, if you have 100% of people, right, 20% of those people will cause 80% of the problems. Okay. Right? And that goes that goes for a lot of things. Apparently, it goes for farming too. Is that twenty percent of your crop will produce eighty percent of the yield? Twenty percent of your workforce will produce eighty percent of the money. You know, and and so like that's the thing is that and you know like mold mold spreads without. So you have these people that I really like seeing every day, but it's those twenty percent that make things absolutely unbearable, right? Oh yeah. And you go, you there's only a handful of them. But that handful is enough to, you know, make your day just hell. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I try not to let anything get to me. I always wear my armor of God, you know. Like, I'm not religious or anything, but I'm spiritual. Your armor you know, we had this, of God? We had, yeah, we <laughs> had this. Well, that's biblical, right? It's like, right. put on the fucking breastplate of righteousness. The, you know, everything protects you from all the bullshit, right? Right. That's, that's what it is, uh, biblically speaking. But um, it's just, for me, it's just like a, be the most positive person I can be at, at all times and try to let that rub off on other people, right? So, you know me, dude. Like, I fucking go around telling jokes to people and shit, the ones that I know that can handle it. Right. You know, try to brighten up people's fucking day and shit. It's like, try to make that work, at, that work environment, like, uh, less hellish yeah, right pleasurable to an extent yeah and I, I think for the most part like you know people see that in me and like i fucking walk by everybody and they're like hey, hey, hey right like it's like it's cool and i love that and i love you know spreading that fucking positive vibe right yeah it, and that's, it, a, that's, that's a weird that, thing to do in a horror spiritual house, right? yeah that's what inspired spirituality and that's is. where we work yeah pretty we much in dude. a horror house uh-huh. You said most of your listeners are American? Yeah, uh, like 17% in Canada. Hmm. And I don't know why that is, dude. Like, could, can you make an assessment on that? I think um, conspiracies are, are rampant in the U.S. Yeah. Not so much in Canada, maybe. I've, I, there's a lot of people that I do talk to in Canada. I think, but, well, you have to think about one population size, right? There's far more people in America. That's and true. Number And number two is I think people in America are more um, okay with speaking their mind. You know, like, I don't think it's something that we really do all that much here in Canada, right? Mm-hmm. Like, quite, not quite to the extent that they do, but... Like, you know, that's that's probably it. And also, I mean, you release on, is it just Spotify or you're on, like, Apple Podcasts? Oh, m- and- multiple platforms. Yeah? Yeah. 
Okay. Except YouTube. I don't do YouTube because the things that I talk about, I'll probably get stricken oh, down. I was about to say, yeah, YouTube. Yeah. Is and YouTube that's something. Is... You ever think about that? What's you that? You think about like if, if you had to, you know, like I'm, I'm writing my new set. And remember, we were talking about it, about how, like, Americans won't know this, but there's a comedy festival in Canada that everybody tries to be a part of. It's not just for laughs, but they give you this criteria uh, that you're allowed to talk about uh, within your your set, right? And one of the things is, like, capitalism and all this and that. And something I think to myself all the time is, like, and you'll see it with big comedians. I think you see it with corporations. Is like, at, at what point do you put a number value on integrity of the product? You know what I mean? Right. right. Like, would you, would you loosen or, or like, would you, I don't want to say dumb down, but would you avoid certain topics for financial like increase or gain? Cause YouTube is a big money machine, dude. Oh, for sure, dude. Like why, why do we have to, why do people like, want to uh suppress our voice well you have to ask yourself that is it because um they don't want us to offend people or is there an agenda at hand right Mm. that's what i always ask myself i think there's definitely an agenda at hand (laughs) that's my conspiratorial brain going right what's the agenda then to dumb down the fucking population and not be able to speak out against the fucking uh, incoming assault of tyranny that's okay. plaguing the globe, and that's fair. No, like I, I, I could. Uh, that's a, a an astute observation. But but what it, what does that assault look like? It looks like like do you have tanks coming in. Like what is it, or is it just like a like a you know like universities? The whole, the whole thing is about one, right? control. Sure, sure. The whole thing is about control control the population, right? And in order to do that, you got to fucking, you know, make people, brainwash people to be offended by certain things. And then you got them by the fucking balls, right? So you can't speak out. You can't um, talk about how, like... um, uh, transgendered people are, you know, getting their dicks chopped off and then they regret it later on, right. you know? It's like, you can't talk about that but because their agenda is, like, pushing uh, transgenderism and it's, it's also uh, has a depopulation factor, right? Okay. They're, they're not going to be able to, like, repopulate the earth if there's a lot of fucking transgender and they're attacking the kids now and going to the, into the schools and having uh tranny story time hour yeah you know and like so, you got these little yeah. kids who are like taking fucking um you know like pretty much chemically cra- castrating themselves right it's fucked dude so what do you what do you think is the main goal with something like a depopulation and don't you think, to an extent, everybody's already brainwashed? Oh, for sure. I think uh, left or right or middle, or we're all brainwashed in a certain certain way. Right. And I think I told I think yeah, we I told you this the other day. I said the the problem with conspiracy theories is that 
there's always uh, evidence to support either the conspiracy or the other side of the matter, right? Yeah. So that's the thing. Yeah. yeah, confirmation. <laughs> Popular. Uh, tighter areas. Okay. Don't you think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that uh, like it's it's all tied in with with money. No money. Money means nothing. Obviously, money means nothing because uh, they have so much fucking money already that they could have like multiple generations that would be well fed or well living, right? So money is not a factor, but money to us is a factor because we don't have as much as they do, so we can't support our generations, right? I mean, like they're let's let's face it, they're cutting out the fucking middle class, man. Yeah, that's true. It's fucking it's it's insane. It's like it's gonna come down to like the haves and the have-nots in the end, really. Mm. And at the same time, they're pushing this digital ID system, so you can't even if you don't comply with that. Like, look at it this way: the people that didn't comply with COVID, such as myself, no vaccines, no nothing. That's okay, right? But then the digital ID system would come into effect, and I'm seeing it more and more. And um, if you don't comply with that, you're not going to be able to fucking buy food, anything. You can't. You, you have to have an app to walk into a grocery store and buy your food. And it's like if you don't want to comply with that, then you're fucked. It's a big fucking game, dude. It's crazy. And there's a lot of people getting off grid right now that are, you know, growing their own food. So they don't have to fucking go to the grocery store. They don't have to comply with all that shit, right? Right. But what, but what about the other side of this? You know? Okay. Yeah. So it was looking like that for a little bit, but now with them canceling the like arrive can. You know, you're free to fly, more or less. It's like, what was that? You think COVID was just like a, a test? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. A test to see how many people would comply and who wouldn't. I have a friend who did not comply. Excuse me. And she got fined um, almost $7,000. What did she do? Oh, she refused to. Uh, she went to the Dominican, and then she came back up. Going down there was fine, but coming back up here, uh, she refused to use the Can app, and they find her sixty five hundred or something like that. Oh and, no way! Yeah, but it's it's not going to hold up in court, dude, because the Can app thing is it, they're they're getting rid of it now. So, like, they're testing people to see if they will comply or not, and it's. It's insane, dude. And right from the start, me and a few other guys outside where we work, right? Mm-hmm. We fucking knew this whole thing was bullshit from the start. We were like, there's something not fucking right about this. <clears throat> and we all held our fucking ground, refused to get vaccinated, and refused to fucking comply with any of, uh, any of this bullshit. And then we encountered people who were like, I want to fucking travel. So I'm getting the shot. 
So they did. And now, now it's like, we, we told them, we're like, dude, all you had to do was fucking wait it out, but they coerced you to get it. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's, it's going to be the same shit with this digital, digital ID system. It's like, how much are you willing to not comply with their fucking bullshit? Uh, You know, it's like, Dude, I got a taste of going up to my brothers and seeing seeing what it was like to live off grid, and it's not fucking bad at all, you know. And if you, it, but it might get so bad to the point where you can't even walk into a fucking store and buy product if well, you're think, not if you're not complying, yeah. right? Okay. Um, I understand. Like, I, I, I. I I get you to a point, you know, but I think you just take it a little step further, you know, like, I don't think that you, there will ever be a point where someone's going to have to get, uh, like, you want to talk about civil unrest, even if you weren't, like, even if you are vaccinated, you'd be like, come on, you can't tell someone they're not allowed to go to a grocery store. Right. You know, and... Like, the living off-grid thing, it's, like, how off-grid? Like, you know, I come from a, a heritage of farmers, dude. That's brutal work. I don't... I think most people aren't cut out for that kind of stuff. Ex- like, I, you, I, I totally agree with that. You know? That's, that's a fucking... That's a problem for this conspiracy community. It's, like, they see what's coming... But are they going to be able to fucking handle uh, the rough life that comes ahead, right? And I've had a couple guests on that are off grid, and my my brother as well. Mm-hmm. And they they started growing their own food and everything. My brother does not grow his own food because his life is all about you know raising his nine sled dogs that he has. Sweet right. fucking dogs, dude. Love them, and they're fucking super friendly. And that's all he does. He fucking. You know, he he's solar powered in a cabin, like a cabin attached to a trailer, right? And um, you know, he chops his own wood for the winter. Has a has, has a iron stove or iron, uh, you know, place where he can put his wood in and heat up the fucking place, right? All that stuff. So he's prepped. No, um, <clears throat> the problem is that. He had a nice fucking property with like acres upon acres of land and his ex took everything from him. And so he had to go find a better place or like not a better place. He had, he had uh, two cows, he had chickens, he had his dogs. He had 12 sled dogs at the time. He was growing um, organic garlic, um, all that stuff. Right. And then she took everything from him. Uh, that's another podcast in itself. What uh, a weird proposition that is being in the courtroom, being like, "You can't <clears throat> take the fucking dogs from me!" Right? That's all he wanted. That's all he wanted was to have it maintain his dogs, and that's all his life is now is um, just uh, taking care of his dogs and fucking drinking beer all day, <laughs> and you know, and it, it's so it, it is that's what a it great is. Question is like. So when you say off the grid, it's like, to what extent is someone really off the grid? Is he going to brew his own beer? 
Does he have centralized like plumbing? Does he have a television? It's like right, you know, right, right. There's at so what point do we draw this line? It's like, dude, because truly off the grid, there's a guy we work with, and I'll, I'll tell you after the show who said something along those lines of like, dude, I'm just gonna fuck off, build my own cabin in the forest and whatever. I was like, dude, you'll be dead in seven months. It's like, you know, like. We don't have it in us as of right now. And some people do. Like, if you grew up with it or you learn how to do it, it's like, you know how fucking hard it is to hunt an animal or trap an animal? Oh, my brother does that, too. And that's, yeah, <laughs> and that's great. No, if he's capable of doing it, yeah. I'm saying mass majority of people here. I don't know. Dude, I think about, like, <laughs> oh, the comedians. If you gave a comedian a bow and arrow, they'd shoot themselves faster than they'd fucking <laughs> right? shoot a rabbit. right. Like, but see that there, therein lies the problem with what they've done to us. They've made us so dependent on them, right? So that in the future, because this is a long game, okay, Thomas, this is a long game. They've wanted to dumb us down. They've wanted us to make us so reliant on everything that they give us, and it's all. I think it's all about control, man. And then in the end, it's like, it's either going to be like, are you for the evil people that run the fucking world or, or are you for your fellow man? Right. Because it, when it comes down to it, like if shit honestly hit the fan, what do you think would happen? That's a question for, for you right now. If shit hits the fan, like, what do you mean? Like, like, let, let, like shit hits it, the fan, what, like the power grid goes down? Or let's say like the, the power grid goes down or there's an actual fucking zombie apocalypse because right. the let's say, okay, let's go with the conspiracy that uh, the MRN, mRNA technology <laughs> is going to stop. Like the switch, right? Right. Oh, and then there's all of a sudden there's a fucking zombie apocalypse. What happens? What do you okay. do? First of all, I can tell you this right now, like right off the bat. There's a saying out there. It says... Uh, like, it's six days until a normal human being, like, if, if you take everything away from someone, their water and their food and everything, right? There's, like, you have a six-day period before everybody turns into uh, an animal, right? Like a, like a primal like, fe- like feral, right? Right. And I think at that point, it's really just the strongest they're going to survive. Like, are you bigger than your neighbor? Are you stronger than your neighbor? Well, then... You're going to take their shit. That's why that's like, like that thing with the doomsday preppers is always funny. It's like, dude, you look at them and they're so they're so prepared, but physically and mentally they're so ill prepared. And I see that and I'm like, cool, man, just stock that cabinet big and strong for me because I'm going to come in there with 20 of my biggest friends and just <laughs> take all your shit. Like, I love it. yeah, 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 yeah. I will, well, I'll eat canned tomatoes and shit like that, but you know, and, and I think other people w- would feel that same way, right? But, but, um, you know, more into the idea of uh, of like it's it's them versus us, right? Well, I think one of the interesting things um, that you personally would find yourself in is the fact that you you're currently working in the entertainment industry, right? This is what you do, you know, <laughs> and you want to make money from this, right? Sure. Okay. So it's like, that's what I mean. At what point, and if you think you can avoid the people at the top, you just can't. Right. So it's like, you have to, you know, at what point do you sell your soul? And that's what yeah, I meant but, earlier. Right? Yeah, for sure, dude. But at the same time, it's like, 
I'm trying everything to not sell my, trying to do everything in my power to not sell my soul and be like completely independent on this. Like I do this single-handedly like solo, right? Uh, the people that want to support me, support me. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not anybody, it's not like, I'm, I don't have ads or anything, you know? Um, I see a lot of people in the community putting ads in their shows. That's, that's okay. I'd rather have like independent fucking companies or um, independent businesses um, wanting to sponsor me. Right. That's, that's where I'd like to get. But uh, at the same time, just speak uh, truth um, whether it's conspiracy or whatever. Right. So it's like, it's, it's really hard to uh, for me to make money off of this because of the fact that, you know, I'm not like a fucking supermodel. I'm not like a fucking musician or anything. I might expand it, you know, to where I'm playing guitar or singing, but it always has to go back to uh, speaking about uh, truth. Really? But it's, it's a fucking tough game, man. And it's not like like I'm making like fucking like 40 bucks a month from my Patreon, right? Right now, that's my right? My point is that like I think, I think a lot of people are okay with the concept of staying true to themselves. I think it'd be near impossible to turn down a life-changing amount of money. Yeah, it's like, pretty I tough. I really, pretty truly tough. believe that. It really is tough. I think the only thing of, I think selling your soul really is just uh, selling your, your actual uh, integrity that you own for yourself. Right. Once you, once you uh, sell your integrity, that's when you sell your soul. Mm -hmm. Right. Like where they have a say in what you do, like, like, let's take, let's take fucking Joe Rogan, for example. Okay. You can't fucking say certain things because he's going to be out of a couple million dollars. And it's like, he's, but he's already got what he needs more so than what he needs. But at the same time, he can't fucking say any, everything that's on his mind. So he's selling his integrity, really, you know? Uh, dude, he got like $170 million, I heard. For $170 million, every yeah. single one of us is going to be there like, no, yeah, cool, See, man, I won't talk about that. That's the fucking problem with the human, the human spirit, man. And not only that, they would whine and dine you. Like, I think they'd be like, oh, you like this life? You like, like, record labels are big for this, you know, right. with uh, musicians. For it's, sure. Uh, you sign someone... And you go, yeah, man, take the credit card, go out, go buy yourself as much Louis Vuitton as you want. You know, hey, we're going to have a Rolls Royce pick you up and all this shit. And you're going to stay in the Ritz-Carlton and there will be a mountain of cocaine and whores there for you. And then there comes a point where they go, yeah, but you got to make stuff. And they go, yeah, but it's mine. And they go, no, no, it's mine. Right. I own it, you know, but I think. I think they, they prey upon people that uh, don't have that much because it's, you know, like, let's be frank here. If you've ever been on an airplane and it, like, I think people would do it for even less 
I think people go, hey, you like to sit in the airplane in the economy with like all the barnyard animals, or do you want to sit up at the front of the plane where you can lie down for 13 hours? It's like, what do hmm, you want to do, right? Yeah. And I think a lot of people like, I think it's, it's, it's talk is cheap is all, you know, given the opportunity, I believe that most people like majority would be like, nope. Yeah, I'm cool for that. And if you don't believe me, uh, then, uh, quit your job at Starbucks, quit your job at fucking the dollar store, you know? Yeah. Like you already do it on a lower scale. But see, I think what you're doing is, you know, you're not sacrificing your integrity, I don't think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, you put $3,000 on the table, I'll sacrifice my integrity. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're, do- like, you're doing what you want to do, right? And like yeah. that's why you're leaving uh, the corporate world, right? So yeah. uh, because you're doing what you're passionate about, and I totally fucking respect that. And I always respect people who want to get out of that fucking nine to five bullshit and do what it is that they're, that they want to do. And I, I'm wanting to get more guests on who are like, you know, <clears throat> let's say uh, higher up on the hierarchy. Right. You know, that's not to put you down on any level, but I, I'm just saying like, mm-hmm. I want to get their points of view as well. And it's like, if they feel that they've sacrificed their, their own soul, so to speak, to get money. Right. It's like, I I, I want to complete, I want to do this. I want to grow my, my, my show uh, as independently as possible. If money comes my way, I want it to be from credible sources that aren't wanting to take advantage of what it is that I do. Right. And I think that's important mm-hmm. as much as I possibly can. Right. It's not about money for me per se. It's about doing what it is that I love doing without having to sacrifice any kind of fucking um, freedom of speech, let's say, and other things. Right. Right. Well, and like, like for you, with you, for example, mm-hmm. Like, you want to you want to go and play any fucking kind of club that you want, without yeah. having to to be like, no, I can't say this or I can't say that, right? It's like, well, why not? Like, fuck, I should be as free as I possibly can, and you're restricting me. Fuck you. You should be able to give the middle finger. I would recommend that to anybody that wants to restrict you from saying anything that it is that you want to say. Oh, I, I, I understand that. I understand that. But it's like, you know, you gotta, you gotta think to yourself sometimes like, you know, what's good for business? Because at the end of the day, that's what we are. Sure. You know, if we're not working for a corporation, then you as yourself is a business, right? Yeah, we, well, for sure. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And you know, like, I, I understand, and I, I agree with you, um, but you don't want to argue the people that could take food out of your mouth. Right. 
Or, or maybe you do. I don't know. Like, uh, maybe there's a way around it. But yeah, well, that's the thing, dude. I think, I think taking the fucking more, more difficult approach is the best way. Like, if you're gonna get a fucking handout, like I didn't even take any of the of the, the government's money for the Serb thing mm-hmm, because I, I I didn't believe in this whole fucking thing, right? So I'm like, I'm not gonna take that money because. I don't believe in what's happening. Right. Right. And if I, and I told people, I'm like, dude, if you took that Serb, even the people in the States, they're like, they were getting the stimulus checks. I'm like, dude, if you take any of that, rest assured, they're going to be fucking coming back for it. Oh, of course. No, it's not. No, nothing is free. Yeah. No, that was the big thing with why I wasn't interested in taking it either. Cause I was like, no one's giving you money. Like, yeah, okay, it might seem like that right now, but if you think they're not going to come looking for it, of course you're wrong. Yeah. But Yeah, dude, it's like my even my brother, my brother was telling my brother is on pretty much the same wavelength as me, and he told me, "Get the get that fucking serve money, right? Take everything you can from the government." I'm like, "No, dude, they're going to be coming fucking for my ass, right? I already fucking had a consumer proposal paid off." You know, I, I was like six, seven grand in debt. I had a consumer proposal. My dad came into a fucking inheritance. He paid. He also had a consumer proposal. He paid both of ours off. God, God bless his soul. Mm. Right. And now it's like, no, I'm not taking any fucking money from the government because they're just going to want it back. And I think that's what's happening. They had like. Um, 87,000 new recruits for the fucking IRS in the States recently. I don't know if you heard about that. 87,000 people for the fucking IRS. What does that sound like? It's like fucking, it's almost like a military regime coming after your fucking money, right? It's crazy. And what if I told you some of your listeners will be applying for those jobs? Right? They might be. I don't, I, I doubt it. Because most of my listeners, they they are totally anti-government. Mm. Welcome to the Red Pill Cartel, Thomas Jones. I'd like to I'd like to <laughs> see what your average listener looks like. Oh, like like uh like, like aesthetically? You know, no, like just if you know if you're uh, doing a business proposal, you have to have like a very uh, honed in concept of what the consumer is going to look like for what you're trying to sell. Right. Okay. And with what you're trying to sell, like, I would just like, I'd be interested in seeing, uh, what that person looks like, you know? Um, like how many of your listeners do you think are employed? Oh, fuck. I I never even thought about that, but, uh, I would say most of them. Okay. Wrong. No, <laughs> a lot of people that uh, communicate with me, a lot of my listeners communicate with me, and yeah, they're they're working, and they hate their fucking jobs, right? Mm-hmm. And that's a problem. It's like if you hate your fucking job, go somewhere else, or start up something that you can do to get out of that, right? Like get out of the fucking bullshit. It's hard, man. It's like because at the same time, it's like. I'm saying the same thing. I don't hate my job, dude. Honestly, I don't hate it. Uh, I just 
don't like the direction that some of the people that are running the place take it into, but I let that go in one ear and out the other, so to speak. And I'm just like, you know, so I'm out, I'm outside. I, I enjoy doing what I do. Uh, and then I enjoy even more going home and doing this. Right. Of course. So, you know, like the, like, like, like Kevin Costner said in field of dreams, if you build it, they will come. And that, and that's been happening the past. I've only been doing this for like just a little bit over a year and it's been growing exponentially. So I look towards the future uh, as of uh, being a content creator. And that's what I'm, I think I believe is going to make me more successful than doing what I do for uh, uh, Babylonian slave labor. So to speak. Right. Right. And, and so like, yeah, of course that's the thing though. Right. Is like uh, what, yeah, I, I just think there's always more, you know, like, you know, I, I, I think if, if someone took you to like Dubai or some shit, and was like, look at all these beautiful whores, and here's you know all this exotic, money and wonderful food cars. and all this stuff, exotic cars. I think just human psychology, it would be near impossible to go back to a normal style of living, right? Right. And I think that's something they use against you. It's like, no, of course, oh. how could you go back? Now you're just gonna have to do what we want you to do, right? Exactly. Yeah. And, like, I think – I really believe that most people, even if they think they could stand tough to that, wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just – that's something I really, truly believe in my heart. Look how many fine folk – like, just from my – I've worked at this, uh, this company for eight years, right? Yeah. You know how many people have been like, dude, I'm out of here in fucking two years. I'm out of here in three years. And they're managers now, Right. Right. And so that right there is, you know, a fairly substantial pay bump. But this is nothing in comparison to what some people are being offered. Right. Sure. Sure. If $15,000 a year gets your dick hard, then $2 <laughs> million is going to blow your fucking head off. Right. right. You get a taste of that. And then they go, well, no, you kind of just have to do a work. And I don't think. Like, if you take Rogan as an example, or even, like, you'll see it with some comedians now. I think Chappelle has uh, stood strong, but a lot of comedians will kind of, you know, lean away from uh, from what they used to do because they don't want to upset the people that pay big money. And I don't even mean their fans. I mean, like, you know, the prospect of being uh, put on a TV show or something like that. And then not only that, what they prey on is like, for instance, let's say this show does really well, right? You know, you get a, a big, a big lump sum of cash. Okay. Yeah. You go, you go, but you go, you buy yourself a nice condo and do people know we're in Canada? They do obviously. Right. Yeah. And they know we're in Toronto ish. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you go, you buy yourself a nice condo in downtown Toronto. Your Which mortgage, is a lot of fucking money. There you go. That's my point. Your mortgage is $4,500 a month. Well, now you have a obligation to make sure you can afford that $4,500 a month. Right. Right. And you can afford a lifestyle that you become accustomed to. 
So it's like, at what do you, are you going to sell that condo now? I just don't think most people would. No, I don't think so. Are you going to sell your Mercedes? No. Nope. And, you know, like that's just, it's just something I think about from time to time. And I, I, I question everybody to think about it. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, no fucking way. I would stand strong. I would this and that. It's like, dude, some people lose their mind if I take them out to restaurants. It's like, you have no idea. what I, if, if someone saw $100,000 in cash in front of them, you have no idea what people are willing to do for that. You know? Well, that's when they have all those fucking, like, reality shows where people will, you know, like Joe Rogan, Fear Factor, right? right? You're going to eat this horse dick for the yeah. prospect of maybe getting 50 grand. Now, you imagine get a lot of... that on an unfathomable level. Yeah, they take a fucking horse cock up the ass and let it, let them pump that let that horse pump them full of jizz, right? And some people will do it for like <laughs> six thousand bucks. I've paid for it before, right? <laughs> but I just I just think that there's like a there's a I would pay six grand to watch that. Yeah, that's <laughs> set the whole event up. <laughs> Fuck, seriously, dude, it's it's crazy, man. My but I think my goal is to just be like self-sustaining by doing what it is that I want to do without, you know, grasping at uh, a lot of money. I just want, you know, let, let me be able to quit my fucking nine to five and do this full time. Right. Okay. Well, here's a perfect example. Um, How much money per year is enough money? Like, 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 okay. So me and you, we make like two hundred and forty thousand a year each, right? Currently. Yeah. Oh, do they not pay you that much? No, I, I yeah, I'm about there. <laughs> Just talking shit. No, I'm there. Like, that's my question. Is like, you know <clears throat> what? Enough, though, what right? is enough? Are you? Is it? Is uh? Is is fifty thousand enough? Is dude, fifty thousand enough? Dude, I, yeah. I mean, like, I'm a simple guy, dude. I don't need a lot, man. I went through uh, some fucking torturous fucking times in my life, and, and it, want, but you do not want to go back to that, right? Exactly. And so that's my point. Is that like, so what do you what do you do to get yourself out of that? Like, how much is enough? Is is thirty five thousand enough? Like realistically, I'm, I'm not talking. I'm not talking financially torturous. I'm talking about like verbally, emotionally, mentally uh, abused, trauma, traumatized. I don't want to go back there, but I want to do what it is that I want to do without being controlled, because I felt controlled in the past through previous fucking relationships, dude. And that traumatized me to the point where it's like, I don't know if I want to get another fucking girlfriend, you know? Because right. they will fucking take everything they can, dude, you know? And it's like, I don't want anything from them except their love, right? And I think that's a lot of fucking, that's, it goes deep, man. It's like, I'm fucking happy, happier than a pig in shit, sitting at home after my day job and doing this with you, what I'm doing right now right? and drinking my fucking beer or whatever the fuck. What kind of beer are you drinking by the way? Uh, right now facts. Oh yeah. I saw that at the beer store today. 
Fast. That's good shit. It's, it's it? uh, uh, Denmark. Higher alcohol percentage, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I don't have to drink like 24 Coronas. I can drink like two Fax 10s and I'll be good. You know, I think the next time we do this podcast, dude, we should do it in person. I think it's more personable that way. Don't you agree? Yeah, for sure. But like, that's not how I do this uh, currently, right? You know, it's like uh, most of my guests are from the US or fucking uh, Australia, UK, whatever, right? So I have to do it through internet. Oh, that's no big deal. Just do what I do. What's that? Fly them in on a private plane. <laughs> yeah, right. Comedy like good, Joe, man. like Joe Rogan. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. So uh, that's where joking. you at, right? You want to get to that point, right? What uh, private plane? Mm-hmm. Private plane would be cool, but you know, I I have this uh, like. Then you'd be a fucking huge carbon emitter for the whole climate change agenda. Yeah, yeah. Just like the government, okay? That's that's another thing, okay? They're pushing this fucking climate change agenda, right? So everybody has a carbon footprint, and that's part of the digital ID system. You know, how much carbon are you fucking producing, right? So you get taxed based on that. But then you got the government who's pushing this agenda, and they're fucking flying around on private planes, and they can fucking afford it, you know? So it's always fucking rules for thee and not for me, right? Oh, absolutely. But here's the thing. I think that if invited into that group, everybody says, okay. Sure. But just like George Carlin said, just like George Carlin said, dude, you know, yeah, there's a group and you're not invited and neither am I. Exactly. Yeah. That's one of my favorite Carlin bits too. No. And you're right. It's a big club and you're not in it. Yeah. And you're not in it. Exactly. And then they're coming for your savings or whatever. Sure. But I think, like, like, do you want a big house? Um, I mean, I wouldn't mind it, but at the same time, I don't need one. I'm one guy. What do you, what's something in your life that you indulge on? Uh, I would like to say pussy, but it's not happening. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, humor me here. Let's go. No, I I get it. But that's like a, that's, yeah, that's a, that's like a redundant, you know, but like, what do you spend your money on? You like to spend your money on nice food. You like to spend your money on nice clothes. You like to spend your money on vacation. What do you spend your money on? Actually? Yeah. Food. I love food. You like nice food. Yeah. So what do you like? You like steaks? You like sushi? What do you like? Hamburgers? All of it. Okay. So like, uh, what, you know, what, what's your go-to? Oh, you're going to a restaurant. You can go to any restaurant you want. Where are you going? Um, a nice fucking, oh my God. It's, it's hard. Dude, honestly, I, 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 there's a fucking restaurant um, across the street from where we work. And it's called Get Grill. And I was like, holy shit, this is fucking great. Somebody uh, uh, recommended it. And I went with her. And we got food. And it was fucking amazing. 
It doesn't have to be so fucking super fancy, you know? Baby, I take you to some nice restaurants in Toronto. They'll blow your fucking mind, buddy. Take me, buddy. Take me, buddy. Take me. I've I've eaten at some nice places. And and you want to know something? But hey, dude, like I'm a big boy, you know. Uh, you know this. Like I am just as okay with eating like a lobster or a, a tenderloin steak as I am eating McDonald's. I love McDonald's. I'll, I love right, a fucking right. turkey cheese sandwich, you know? Yeah. Um, But, you know, like it's I think to myself, there's these indulgences that people love in life and everybody has them. If your listeners, you know, tune into this, I want you to think like, what is it that you spend your money on? Like, I like to spend my money on vacation. I work on my vacations, right? Like I'm going to New York in November. Big plug. I'm going to New York. You can catch me at Broadway. Uh, (laughs) And I'm going to LA where I'll, uh, a good, a good friend of uh, someone who does a podcast very much like this, uh, messaged me back. So I'm going to go hang out with him. Cool. Uh, I I mean, I'm not big on name dropping, but you know who he is. Yes. Uh, Um, but it's like, you know, I enjoy spending my money on that. And if I could spend more money on it to make it better, I would. Right. Mm -hmm. But that comes with a cost. Sure. And it's like, well, you have to say, Oh, I, uh, and I like tattoos. I don't have lots of them, but I like, you know, my tattoo artist is for whatever reason, expensive as fuck. Um, and so you, you start thinking to yourself, well, what do you have to do to get these things that you like to indulge on, right? And I think that's where people make, uh, like, these, uh, you know, they, they start pushing the line on, on their integrity a little bit to start having these nicer things in life, right? Like, if you could buy a nice car, would you buy a nice car? Or would you continue to drive, like, a, a Nissan or something? Honestly, I'm <laughs> I'm a rare breed, I think. I like just having a point A to point B car, man. And that's okay. That's good. And I'm like, like, yeah, even like sports. Probably. Right. And that's what I mean is like, but it's not like, it's not like if I had a lot of money, honestly, dude, it's like, I'd probably not indulge in a lot. I'd probably give back a lot. And not to fucking, like, uh, foundations for cancer research or anything like that, because I believe that's bullshit. Well, it's a tax write-off, so it would be a good idea to do that. (laughs) But I don't believe that my money would be going to a good fucking cause. Because I think they... uh, Dude, there's fucking lots of evidence that the the cure for cancer has already been here for a long fucking time, but they're suppressing it. Because the pharmaceutical industry is a fucking multi-billion dollar corporation and they don't want that getting out there because if you learn that you can cure your fucking own diseases or you can heal yourself, then they would be out of fucking money. Oh yeah, for sure. Look, I'm just, I'm just reading the notes given to me by Jeffrey Rothschild. Okay. So I don't have much of an opinion here. I'm just reading what the Rothschilds are giving to me. Yeah, honestly, I, I'm not a I'm not a car guy. I'm not a car guy. I'm not like a fucking fancy guy, dude. And honestly, like, if I had a lot of money, I would just want my own little fucking spot. I wouldn't want a mansion. I would just want um, myself to be comfortable as possible. 
and give to people in need, right? I call bullshit, dude. You get your dick sucked by a beautiful Brazilian, you'll be at Louis Vuitton tomorrow. Yeah, well, that's that's different because that's that's pussy. You ask me what I would indulge in, it's pussy, right? But that's my. Uh, there you go. So like that. Mahi, mahi, like my 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 guest uh, King Dao. He was like mahi. That's that's fish. That's code for pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously though, dude, it's like I think I'm, I'm I think I'm a very spiritual person because I my um, intuition is pretty strong. Um, if if somebody comes at me and they want to get with me, like they want to be a part of my life, then I can you mean honest sexually or just friendship wise. Both. Are you both. talking about the same thing here? Because uh, like one often isn't intertwined with the other, right? No, but both. Like, I mean, like, if somebody wants me just sexually, I'm, I'm, I, I honestly just refuse it. Um, okay, so are we gonna just lie on this podcast? Or what no, I'm not. Lying, I'm not lying at all because when I when somebody comes at comes at me, I feel different, and I feel um, it's like my intuition brings me down it's like this person is not right for me so is that what it is is inherently you just look for a relationship i think so like you're not you're not someone who's just interested in like the sexual aspect of it you just you want to be with someone yes okay and do you want to get married someday no okay (laughs) that's okay for me too if it happens, it happens. But if somebody comes at me and they're just they just want that one thing, it's like no, that's not happening. Um, I don't. <laughs> here I am contradicting myself, where it's like I'm all about pussy, right? But at the same time, it's like I want that with somebody I could be fucking comfortable with. Well, you can't be comfortable with you. Yeah, I mean, if I don't know, dude. Well, that could be that could be me, me lying to them. Uh, you know, to get them comfortable with me, right? I don't know, dude. It's fucking. It goes deep, man. Are you a virgin, Davey? No, I'm just joking. I am. <laughs> no, I know, I know. I am not. <laughs> I've had honestly. I've had a lot of girlfriends. I've had quite a few, you know, uh, long-term relationships. Uh, one was nine years. Um, other ones were like a year or two years, three years, whatever. Um, 43, dude, like I'm experienced, right? Right. You're, you're a young and dude, how old are you again? I'm 26. Yeah. You're fucking, you're a young chap. Right. So it's like, I've, I've been through a lot of shit, dude. And to get, to get me where I am right now, mentally, spiritually, physically, all that shit. Everything connects, right? Right. So it's like, I'm at the point right now where it's like, I want what I want. I don't know exactly what I want, but my intuition always fucking tells me that it's not right. You know? Mm. Hard thing to explain because you can't feel my intuition. No. But 
I know exactly if I should back out or not or keep my distance or close in or whatever. Right. So it's, it's fucking hard to explain. I got a, I got a great question for you. Right. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the wildest and most unlikely conspiracy theory that exists out there right now? Oh, that's a good question. Um, like, I believe that even people that are conspiracy theory people must. You must hear things sometimes and just go, no fucking way. Uh, like, you think the uh, lizard people exist? Uh, I, I, I think the lizard people thing is an allegory for the left and right brain. Hmm. Uh, I don't necessarily think they're like shape shifting fucking people or whatever, you know. It's like, you know, but people always put out those fucking stupid videos where it's like, you see their faces like, like, uh, or their eyes changing, and it's like, dude, that that's the shittiest fucking quality sure, video. Ever. Sure, sure. It's like Bigfoot, right? It's like, yeah, I was literally just about to say that. Is the Bigfoot real? <laughs> I have a friend, uh, he's a fellow podcaster, and he claims, because I was on his show, and he was like, what's your thoughts on Bigfoot? Is it real or not? I'm like, I'm kind of agnostic about it. I think it could possibly be. I think it could possibly be be not, right? He's like, wrong answer. It actually exists, right? I'm like, okay, well, you know. (laughs) I have terrible news for your friend. Uh, It doesn't. So there you go. Uh, okay, so what, what's your uh, backing? How do you back that up? Uh, I don't think. No, my number one thing when it comes to conspiracies, and it's this. It's, it's literally what I think breaks most conspiracy theories on a vast scale is that people are bad at keeping secrets. Okay? Oh, so if it oh, did oh, exist, yeah. right? Yeah. I just think we would have seen it. There's rare, rare animals out there that are like one of ones that are documented. And we can't find an eight-foot gorilla in a forest with yeah, but all don't, the trail cameras. With don't all you the know? Signatures, Thomas, with all don't, of... don't you know? They're interdimensional beings. Okay, so there you go. See, but this is what I mean. It's like now, <laughs> sure, sure. Oh, yeah. I hope I hope my audience from Mars. (laughs) I hope they contact you and rape you verbally. (laughs) Honestly, go right ahead. I think it's goofy as shit. It's like saying the megalodon exists. Oh, 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 I bet it does. The megalodon and the big are in the same category. Uh, impossible. But it's a movie, so it should be real, right? Right, yeah. So was that uh, stupid-ass Bigfoot movie, too. But you know what? There's a term out there saying it's a movie. That's why you can go to sleep and not be afraid of it. Right. No, the Bigfoot is not real, okay? We would have seen it. Hunters would have seen it, and uh, it would have been documented. So they, they always go by, like, you know, like, uh, quote unquote audio that was recorded 
you know, like from the early seventies, there's this guy I heard on a podcast and it's like, Oh dude, there's yeah. lots of audio. I've, I listen to a lot of like scary story stuff and people will be like, this is unexplainable audio from a forest. Well, okay. You can't explain it. Right. There's so much stuff. Like I like the new Ricky Gervais uh, special where he talks about like, uh, like things like he says, ghosts aren't real. Because uh, we would have seen them by now. They would have been documented. He goes, they have ghost hunters. And you know what you'll never see on ghost hunters? Ghosts. He goes, right. God forbid we had... <laughs> he goes, if we had pedophile hunters, there would be a hundred seasons of them. Well, oh, dude, there's fucking lots of those on uh, YouTube, man. But that's my point. You can find them. Yeah, they yeah, exist. Yeah. They're real. That, those, those are the fucking real monsters, right? Of, of course. Joe Over Rogan spent like fucking, fucking five seasons trying to find a, a Sasquatch. Couldn't even find anything. People go, oh my god, this is Sasquatch shit. And then it's bear shit. <laughs> like a pile of bear want, Like a literal yeah, pile of bear shit? People want to believe so badly. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I heard the, the psychology on conspiracies once. And it, it's this concept of I know something you don't know. That makes people feel good. Just like if I could do quantum mechanics and you couldn't, I feel superior to you, right? Right. People feel superior to others when they have this thing in their mind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's intertwined with it. And like we've mentioned before, and like I've talked to you before outside, is that when you have conspiracies that are virtually impossible – what you're doing is you're dumbing down things that are possible because it's all going to get grouped together. That's why there's one word for it. Conspiracy. There's not high level conspiracy, mid level conspiracy, low level conspiracy. It's just the word conspiracy. So if I'm intertwining the lizard people with Watergate, people are both going to say, well, they're, you're out of your fucking mind on both ends of it. It's like, well, no, one of them is real, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And let me ask you something. Where's the Bigfoot guy from? Virginia? Uh, fuck, where is it? Uh, uh, New England. He's in New, New England. New England? Yeah. What are you it's walking like around Boston Sarah, looking yeah. for a fucking Sasquatch? Well, he, well, he says that uh, he's he, in his backyard. He fucking hears all this fucking shit, right? First like, of all, you're goofy. All right. If they existed, they would exist in British Columbia or like Dakota or something like that. They wouldn't exist in fucking New England. Dude, you, New England is a hot spot for like paranormal activity. Though. That's true because they have Salem there. Am I, I think yes. I'm correct when I say that? Yes. Right? And he's actually doing uh, like I think like a multiple episode uh, podcast about like him going through Salem and all that shit. And he claims to have like family that was involved in the uh salem witch trials well you know what i say to that i say no 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 you don't do witch trials you do bigfoot now find me bigfoot Mm. don't jump around i want a conclusive end to this story not some anecdotal evidence sounds like like, dude i fucked a, a a porn star the other day well that's not verifiable okay right 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 I like concrete evidence. There's that, that great thing out there of fucking 
believe half of what you see and nothing of what you hear. Right. You know, and if Bigfoot does exist, then all is just prove me wrong. And I'll tell you, you prove me wrong. Congratulations. I'm, I'm very open-minded. I love both sides of the story. It's one of my favorite, me, like, you know, me too, man. Me too. I, I love, you know, I'm the type of guy that loves conspiracy theories, but you know me, dude, I don't fucking, I don't believe everything that I fucking hear or, or see, you know, it's like, dude, even if I saw something that would be like, holy shit, I'd have to question it. Or you'd whip your phone out. Or I'd whip my phone out and put it out there and be like, you know, how come there's no, is this real or is it not 12? Right. How come they're only recorded on bullshit potato cameras? Well, that goes back to me saying they're interdimensional. (laughs) They know that you're filming them, so they're going to make your video fuzzy, right? Oh, right. That's like the movie Nope, where anytime the alien is around, electronics fail. That's why you can't record them. Right. Sure. Well, maybe that's a possibility. Could be. You know what else is a possibility? Me fucking your mom? Yeah, right? <laughs> Me having a 14-inch dick. So fucking funny, dude. Dude, you should fucking do some conspiracy comedy, man. Well, it's just like... Like like, like implementing this stuff and, and like, you know, like kind of like debunking it and making it funny, right? Well, yeah, I'd like to... That's, a, that's actually an interesting idea. I'd like to go after things that I like for, for people who don't know, I went to university and of course that doesn't mean anything, but like, you know, I was, uh, in the science programs and all that. Like I, I had a, a double major in biology for health science and chemistry. I took a lot of physics classes. I took a lot of math classes. And all I'm saying is this, if you think some things exist, then everything as we know it can't possibly be true. Like, I I can't imagine someone being like, dude, a fucking, uh, a Sasquatch is interdimensional. And then at the same time being like, my car only has a hundred kilometers or a hundred miles or whatever it is. I don't know what the American thing is, but a hundred, 10, yeah. 10 liters to 100 kilometers. It's like, well, no, if it's interdimensional, then none of that is real, okay? Then science as we know it is fake. Well, that's a good that's a good thing because a lot of the conspiracy community believes that you know, science is you know, science for the most part is good, right? But when it comes down to, like, the whole COVID thing, it's bullshit. Well, COVID is different. I'm not talking about one isolated incident. I'm talking about science as we know it. Right. But what is science as we know it? Huh? Oh, shit. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Well, science is the study of just things you know it's the ob- observance and um yeah, the observation and recording of uh, yeah everything yeah 
And how can you not <clears throat> someone's lifelong? And it's not like this is fed to us through books. You do research. You do your own research. And you try that to uh, conceive that. your own conclusions. <clears throat> so who, who are the real scientists? The one that the ones that research and come to their own conclusions or the mass media science that tells you that COVID is real and you need to get vaccinated to, uh, you know, get over the flu and travel. And, uh, you know, who are the real scientists? See, here's the thing. Here's the thing about something like coronavirus, right? And I think this is where we differ. I think coronavirus is real. Okay, fact, I, I don't know it's real. Uh, okay. Coronavirus is a well, like, yeah, a it is subproduct of SARS. The coronavirus, which is like the the genus or whatever of the virus, has existed forever. Uh, do I think it's as bad as people said it was? No, no, no. Um, I think if you're not. healthy. I think they just flip-flop the numbers from the flu and, and uh, a cold and had these false um, uh, tests, PCR tests, which are bullshit. Um, you know, my dad tested positive for COVID today and all he has is a headache. And it's like, well, that's not a respiratory virus. No, I, I agree. It's like, you know, I think there's some aspects of it that are kind of you're like whoa that's questionable but do i think the whole thing its entirety is not real no i do i think but why because people die of the flu all the time no you're right no and hey i absolutely agree with that like we can both agree with that fact right but hold on you sound distant right now okay my bad and we can both agree on that right yeah but here's my point is that there's so many variations of the flu. This is just a variation of it. I don't think it's a variation of it. I think it is what it is. I think it is the flu. But they didn't show us the numbers of the flu before. And now all of a sudden, nobody's getting the flu. It's all fucking COVID. And no, and I, you know what? And we agree on that too. Like, cool. we're on the same page there, right? But. How many doctors out there have actually seen this? Like, and I don't mean seen it in the emergency room or had to intubate people. I mean, like, have seen this virus. I think the virus is real. I don't know. And, and again, like, the, the testing, I've never tested positive for it. I'm pretty sure I had it a couple of times, uh, allegedly, from what people, you know. I, I was sick a few times, right? I never tested positive. Yeah. But it's like... You know, I thought the mask thing was kind of nonsense too. That's total bullshit. Um, but <laughs> do I think the virus existed? Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, do I think it do- killed people? Yeah, definitely. But I just and and we agree on this uh, this notion of was it as extreme as uh, portrayed to us by the media? No, but you're never really supposed to believe the media. On any end of it, because the media makes their money off fear mongering, right? Right. So if you're scared, you tune in. Um, For sure. Uh, you, there's a the famous radio show, Opie and Anthony. You, you know Opie and Anthony? Yeah. 
Yep, yep. Opie and Anthony used to have a segment where they would just read off like bullshit fucking uh, uh, lines from the news of like, you know, oh, it, maybe your car is killing your child. Tune in at 10 o'clock tonight to find out, you know? Your car? Yeah, or anything. Is this household product uh, giving you cancer? Tune in okay. to find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so a lot of it's nonsense, right? But, you know, that's how they make their money. Sure. But, you know, when it comes to the... And I don't know how to feel about the vaccination. I, I posted my Instagram video right when coronavirus was happening. Like, I don't care if you get it. I don't care if you don't get it, you know? But don't... Don't be panicking about something when I saw half of you snorting cocaine off of toilet seats in fucking nightclubs. <laughs> right, right, right. I remember that. Right? And that's the truth. Where it's like, it... we have to, we have to, I think the ball is somewhere in between, right? Mm-hmm. And, and if the ball rolls too far to one end, it's someone wearing two masks and having nine vaccinations and being like, you should be murdered if you don't get the vaccination. And if you roll the ball to the other end, it's someone being like, China is trying to kill us or something like that. I don't know. (laughs) And it's just, you have to, you have to play that game of where does the ball roll on your spectrum? Right. You know, I like to have my ball right in between. I put my balls. Yeah, dude, exactly. I would like to have my dick hang in the fucking middle, but I can't because my pants don't uh, let it happen that, that way. I thought, I is it the pants? Is it the pants, Davy? I think it's the pants. That's a classic, <laughs> yeah, that's a classic, uh, classic thing there. No, I swear to God, it's bigger if I just pull my pants down a little bit more. No, I, I love I love being uh, uh, in the gray area because it's like I could look at both sides of the spectrum and be like, okay, I can see it that way, but also I can see it the other way, you know? And this is the thing. This is why I always say the, the left and the right wing of the government are two wings of the same fucking bird. No, right? yeah, they're the same. It's Yeah, and I agree with that. I know people that... Uh... And it's so funny is because, uh, you know, I don't, I don't mean to take over the conversation. I know I'm talking a lot, but no, no, go, go ahead, man. This is your platform. I, I, I think it's funny because I was in university, uh, when, uh, Trump was first elected in 2016, I think it was right. I and think so. I was in an American political science class, right? Oh shit. You no way. A, yeah. You have a professor who told me, and I'll never forget, he goes, Hillary essentially has it in the bag, right? Oh, that's what she wanted. Well, that's what everybody wanted. In essence, I mean, not everybody. He won, right? But the the irony of the whole thing was I hated him so much because I was like, this fucking guy, how can this fucking sociopath win, right? Right. And then as it went on, and he was a bit of a doofus in office. I thought he was hilarious, right? Dude, I'm going to come. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's so funny. He sold the best. He sold the most and best merch out of any of the presidents, dude. That mega hat was iconic, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah. And so now you have Biden in office, and all I've done is just apply that same critical analysis that I applied towards Trump towards Biden, and I'm like, 
This guy's brain dead, dude. Well, he's a fucking Alzheimer's patient. And it's, uh, I'll never forget, like, that we have the 164 million billion patients because of COVID. And they're like, dude, does he even know where the fuck he is right now? No, he doesn't, man. He, uh, he constantly has to read the teleprompter. Oh, of course. And I just, I just find it funny is that, like, people hated Trump so much and they were so happy when Biden came into office. And I was like, why aren't we applying that same type of analysis towards this guy? You just right. turn a blind eye to things because you're so, part of this party. Yeah. Like ideologically. So what do you think about um, Trudeau and um, how he's running the country versus uh, the new guy, Pierre Poiliev? I think that's how you say his name. Uh, and where he wants to take the country. What do you think about that? Where does he want to take the country? Well, he's more conservative, right? Whereas I, Trudeau uh, is like liberal. He's all about like fucking locking down everything because of fucking COVID and fucking not wanting. You can't travel the country on a plane, bus, or fucking well, whatever. Even right? more so than that, I thought what was so interesting, right, was again. And I know I've said this before a few times in the podcast is the psychology of people, right? How many people hated Doug Ford, our uh, right. our premier, which I guess right. would be like a state senator for American listeners, right? Mm-hmm. People go, I fucking hate this guy. Blah 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 blah. Elections comes around. This guy wins by a landslide. Yeah, it's like because. He was the best of the worst evils, or, or whatever that saying is. The lesser of two evils. The lesser of, of whatever. I mean, at that point, yeah. it's four evils, right? Right. But people, like, shit, I'm vaccinated, you know? Um, uh, a lot of people are vaccinated. A lot of people are unvaccinated. But what I think we can all come together on, and this is, I think, I think the bigger conspiracy more than control is the divide that they're trying to create in society. Right. Um, yeah. You're unvaccinated. I'm vaccinated, but we could both come together and be like, dude, dude open this motherfucking place up. Okay. Dude, Small businesses yeah. are dying. All right. Yeah. Large corporations are making more money than ever. I want to fucking go have a sandwich in a restaurant. I want to get on a plane and I think everybody felt that way, regardless of uh, what you thought of the vaccination. I think we all came together on that. And, you know, and I think that's where they want that divide. They want yeah. the divide between the people. Yeah, they don't want people coming together and having, like, open fucking discussions, uh, such as w- what we're having right now, and coming together, excuse me, and, uh, you know, I could see you tomorrow at work and be like, yeah, dude, you're still my fucking brother, you know? Oh, of course. And that's, they don't, they they don't don't, want that. They do not want that. Yeah. They want you to see me as a vax guy who is a, a a liberal blah, blah, blah. And they want me to see you as an unvaccinated conservative fight the government. It's like, you know, that, that divide between us, I think is, that creates whatever they want it to create. I'm not entirely sure, but that unrest, yeah, I think that's perfect for them, right? For sure, for sure. And if you hate me on this podcast, not you, but your listeners, and this is a note for your listeners, if you hate me, then they are doing their job. Exactly, dude. 
And I think mo- most of my listeners will agree with what you're saying and what I'm saying as well. So if we could come together like this and have like decent Open fucking discussion. Right? Yeah. And still fucking love one another for who they are. They don't fucking want that. This is what they don't want is like open fucking forums, talking to each other and loving one another wholeheartedly without judgment. You know, that's what they, they don't want that shit. Of course not. And I love having you on. And I knew this is where it was going to come. You know, I'm going to come. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's like, I knew this is where it was going to go to. I, because I know that you are not totally on board with what it is that I think about all the time or whatever, but who cares? Right. That's the point. We still go out. We have a beer, we have a meal together. We're still brothers at the end of the day. And that's, that I think is important. You know, they do not want that. Mm -hmm. And that, that goes across the board for everybody. Right. They want, uh, they want people hating each other racially they want people hating each other because of their political ideologies. Yep. And it's like, no, man. I think if we all sat down and just aired the things out and uh, and just and just had a chat, everybody would come to a, a relatively diplomatic, uh, you know, in between for the whole thing, right? Yeah. Where everybody would be happy, but you don't want people to be happy. Oh, God forbid, right? And this is uh this is what Sam Tripoli always says on Tinfoil Hat. He always says, all the fucking world leaders should get together and just do fucking mushrooms, and then they could fucking probably put their fucking bullshit aside and just come to a fucking agreement, you know. And it's like, yeah, dude, you know. But the whole one world government thing, I think, is fucking. What are your thoughts on that? I think it's I, th- I think it's uh a uh control issue uh run by psychopaths uh well it's because possible well that's what they want and i think that's what it's coming to okay and you mean one world government like all major leaders with the same uh concepts in mind is that what you mean yeah I think that's, again, impossible because every part of the world is a different ideology. If you think that America and China can come together ideologically, there's just no fucking chance. Believe me, my girlfriend is Chinese and just some of the way that they they think, and not that it's wrong, it's just the way that they they believe things. Right, Um, right. You know, here's another one, by the way. Uh, and your audience is going to hate me for this. I love it. Stop going, <laughs> stop going to psychics. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. We had this this uh, discussion uh, oh, a couple I weeks back. Oh, I hate it so much. Oh, it makes me so mad. Yeah. Stop it. And I brought you that card. Remember that card I showed oh, you? Oh, yeah, exactly. And it, it's, it's fucking, it's perfect. Stop it. Stop going to psychics. You know what people need to do? People need to look into themselves and they need to analyze themselves. You need to have some critical thinking about yourself. Stop having someone else tell you 
what is going to happen to you. Take control of your own fucking life. You know, make your own luck. Don't let... Dude, don't let Jesus take the wheel because there's no cars back then and he doesn't yeah, know dude. what the fuck he was doing if he was in a car. Stop having some <laughs> fucking lady in the flea market tell you that you have heart problems. <laughs> right. Do you let me ask you this question? Do you believe do you believe in a higher power? Do you believe in a creator? Uh, outside of religion, do you believe that there is a actual creator who created uh, what we're living in right now and the whole universe, no. everything? No? No, I do not. Okay. I think that that is the... We, I think we're such a, a special thing, human beings, you know? Our brains are substantially larger than essentially everything else out there, Right? We're the only things on planet Earth that are capable of, you know, uh, like remorse or, you know, vengeance Mm -hmm. or regret. Or if you watch an orca eat a seal, the orca doesn't feel bad about it and the seal doesn't either. You know, I think that through evolution we have developed such a massive and powerful brain that we don't quite understand. I think, see, when, when I hear the higher power thing, and it's okay if you believe it, that's no problem with that, you know? Um, Bill Maher, who I disagree with on a lot of things, but Bill Maher has a movie called Religious, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Famous I saw movie. And he said, you know, if I'm in jail and – you know, all I have to live for is I just thank God every day. It's like, well, then, you know, God bless. Do your thing, right? If that's all you have to live for. But <laughs> I think we denounce the concept of evolution and science so often that we just we just don't quite know, you know? And that's, and that's like the big ghost thing, right? Like, again, not to tie back in with the Ricky Gervais stuff, but she said the ghost thing is like we, we look for ghosts but there's so much beauty that exists in the world already. Why sure. the fuck do we have to look for something that's not there? Right. Right? Like, you ever... I, I think... Again, and, and, and the, the human brain is not understandable. It's not explainable, even to the best neurologist or uh, neuroscientist on the face of this planet. We don't Consciousness. Do consciousness is the, the, the question. Right. We don't get it. We don't yeah. know it. You know? But do I think there's a higher power? No, I think I think the die you die the same way you were born. Do you remember it? Of course not. No. But that's part of the beauty of this planet. But that's part of the beauty of being alive. There are people, okay, that claim to, you know, have been uh, tapped into their past lives, right? I think it's all about energy, dude. We're all fucking energy. And, and we came from the same fucking source. Call it creator. Call it God. Call it the source. Uh, I think that's where we all came from. And, and that is probably what science cannot fucking explain. Um, until they that do. Energy, that energy you're talking about. Until, and hold, until they describe. Until scientists describe what uh, consciousness is 
I'm going to keep on believing that I came from a fucking source, which is a creator, which I don't fucking, I don't hold a candle to any fucking religion, but that's my fucking main thing right now is like, we came from a fucking source, which is energy and energy cannot be, it can't be fucking destroyed. Yeah, it can't be created or destroyed. Exactly. But that's, but again, what you're talking about right now is, is quantum physics. Right. And so, but we still don't even understand that. Hey, and you know what? I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying what I think, you know? Yes, so am I. Uh, (laughs) But like, you ever, again, you ever hear about that thing, uh, the the come as you were uh, parties, right? No, what's that? people, people that go to gatherings, right? And they state that they remember who they were in a past life, right? Okay. Two Napoleons showed up. <laughs> Dude, that should be a fucking joke. It is a joke. That's oh where my I God. first heard it. Two Napoleons Dude. showed up. And you want to know something else? No one shows up to these fucking parties as a farmhand. Right. They were all kings. Or any kind of fucking peasant. They were all kings. They were all kings. They were all queens. They were all noble. I love it. I love it. We don't know. That's the point. We don't know. And I think people are afraid of the unknown. That's why people are afraid of death. It's the unknown. You don't know, right? Yeah. And maybe the people that are like expressing uh, how they viewed their past lives are it's always like somebody that's like way better than them or way worse than them. You know, there's no middle ground, dude. And I think the middle ground is the most important fucking thing to focus on because, and I think that makes you stay humble too as well, you know? But I think, and I think that's, that's very interesting that you bring that up is it's way better than them. It's way worse than them. How about just focusing on who you are right now? Who you are right now. Yeah. How about making a better life for yourself or for your family or for the world or what? I think I lost you. Do you get that? No. You're back now, but I lost you. No, yeah, I I just got a call. It's just how about making a better (laughs) life for your family or yourself or the world right now, instead of thinking about who you used to be or who you're supposed to be in the future. And uh, I think, I think that's a hard thing to do for people. And, and Hey man, I'm not, I'm not here preaching to anybody. Okay. I have a lot of vices that I deal with this whole podcast. I've smoked cigarettes and drank beers, but I do that every fucking podcast, (laughs) but that's my point. You know, I'm not the fucking most spiritual guru out there. I'm just trying to get my voice out there. That's all. I think uh, I think there's a, a lot of uh, a lot of stuff that we today could be doing. But people neglect to do it. It's like, dude, if you look at like fucking like bands that took over the world, like Kiss, Motley Crue, uh, Poison, whatever, it's like Dude, they're just fucking putting their energy into doing what it is they want to do. I don't think it necessarily means means that they sold their soul. No, you're right. But here's the trick, okay? And this is what I wanted to say to people. I don't... This is something I wanted to... Like, 
it's hard for me to bring up because I don't, I really don't like being braggadocious unless I'm drunk in front of my girlfriend. But a lot of people out there listen to like Gary V or David Goggins. And a lot of these guys are like, you got to go get it. You got to fucking bust your ass and you got to do this and that. And that's all true. But the like, fact like, of the matter like, is this. Like Tony Robbins and shit? Yeah. To- oh, God. Fucking Tony yeah. Robbins, dude. Yeah. The fact of the matter is this. You dude, if, if somebody gave me like 10 bucks, I'd suck his dick. Tony Robbins. <laughs> dude, he's like six foot eight and he has a head that's the size of a car. All right. I think, uh, I think he's a Nephilim. What they say in the, the, the Nephilim in the Bible, the fallen angels, I think he's one of them. But anyway, go on. Fallen <laughs> angel? I think he's a false prophet. Yeah, yeah. Um, you have to be good at what you do. Okay, I'm leaving my job tomorrow because I've done what I've done over this past while. I've worked very hard um, and I have gotten fairly good evidence that I'm I'm good at what I do. You know, whether it works out or not is totally up to me. But this notion of people should just quit their jobs and pursue this thing is like, no, man, no, there's a future no. for you. And, you know, like, and, and you, ex- a perfect example, like, you're good at this, you know? Thank you. Um, but, but not everybody is built to be a king or a queen. And not, not to say that I am or you are or anybody like that, but that's why these, these come as you were parties are such a big problem is because, well, you thought that you're awesome in a past life, right? Right. And it's like, no, dude. If you were awesome in a past life, you probably wouldn't be here right now. Because no, you would have, you would have exited the matrix already, right? Right. And you wouldn't had to be reincarnated. <laughs> we're back on that bullshit again, huh? <laughs> Fuck, man. Ah. Oh. Yeah, dude. Keep going. Um, holy shit. I love this, man. This is a great conversation because it, like, I, this is probably, like, the least nervous I I, I had a guest on. Because I'm weird because I'm easily the most famous. <laughs> <laughs> but that's where we, it's, it's like, what are we aspiring to do? You know, that's the, that's the question. It's like, we just want to do what we want to fucking do and, and, and get like reciprocation out of it. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Yeah. So what's the fucking harm in being like a quote unquote famous person or, you know, like a, a fucking a guy, a guy with his band as the front man for like, let's say Motley Crue or Kiss. Like, what is so bad about that? And like, people say, well, because you know they they sacrifice integrity and this they sold their soul. It's like, really, is that what it is? Because they're they fucking dedicated their lives to doing what it is that they want to fucking do. And that's my fucking thing, man. It's like, and you have to love it. You have to fucking love it because if you don't, you're not gonna fucking do it anymore. One of my favorite quotes when it comes to comedy, and uh, I feel that uh, whatever field you want to be in, 
you should harness this kind of energy. Dave Chappelle said this once, and it it was so profound when I heard it because I was like, finally someone feels the way I feel, and it's essentially this. Dave Chappelle said, I don't hate other comedians, right? But when I watch someone up there doing comedy, it's like watching someone fuck your girl, and you're just in the background being like, I fuck her better. Oh, wow. Wow. I thought that that's, was so profound when I heard it because it was true. That's the only fucking word I could uh, come up with that was profound. It's the first fucking word that came into my brain. Like, I heard that upstairs in my room, and I was literally like, exactly. I was like, exactly. That's exactly it. Totally, dude. It's like... You have if, to love if, something that much. Yeah, exactly. It's like if we could love what we do and, you know, inspire other people. For me, inspiration is one of my main fucking uh, things. It's like I've taken inspiration because you take inspiration from all avenues in your life, right? And you apply it to what it is that you want to fucking do. Right. And I think that's the main goal. It's like, take everything in viscerally, uh, audibly, verbally, and apply it to what it is that you want to fucking do, whether it's poetry, uh, you play a sport. Well, the point is, it whatever, doesn't right? matter. It does not matter what you want to do. It doesn't matter. As long there's a, I, I forget the Japanese saying for it. But it's the perfect in-between of something you enjoy, something that is needed by the world, and something that is uh, enough to, like, make sure your life exists, meaning you can pay your bills and shit, right? Right. If you can find that in-between, then that is quite literally the perfect life. Dude, uh, like, honestly, like, I go to work, and you know where I work, because you're there. And it's like, I'm okay, okay with tell that. the audience this is because I, I'm using this in my new set. I'm not going to tell you guys where I work, but you need a membership to shop there. Right. And they have $1.50 hot dogs. Okay. So that's a <laughs> dead giveaway. Who gives a fuck, though, right? It's yeah, like, you're right. You know, what are they going to do? I'm pretty sure there's people that we work with that listen to this, but I'm not going to fucking slam the company. You know, I, I'm, I'm blessed to be there and, and come home and do this as well and keep my fucking spirit at a level where I'm able to just enjoy life, you know? No, absolutely. And that's what it's all about. It's like, if, but there's some fucking soulless people there that are miserable and they, they're like, rah, 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 rah. you know, it's like the 20%, right? Well, that's because that's their... Uh... That's their entire existence. Yeah. And I almost feel bad for those people because... I don't almost feel bad their, for them. I really feel bad for them. Well, that's their, that's their social group. That's their, uh, that's their life. That's what they do. They go home, uh, and I don't know what they do at home. Maybe they watch Netflix. Uh, oh, my God, dude. There's a couple of things I wanted to uh, talk Let's about. Let's go, man. We, we got time, man. Let's go. Dude, you like horror movies? Uh, dude, I'm fucking all about horror. Oh, man. There is something that uh, I, I love <coughs> so much. 
Uh, for those who don't know me, I'm a big baseball fan. Huge I love baseball I love baseball fan. too. Right? I like okay. baseball. It's the only sport I really like, actually. There's a uh, there's a horror movie coming out. I've known about it for a while. Okay, it's coming out tomorrow, actually. So go watch it in theaters. I'm the executive producer. No, I'm joking. I'm not even involved in it. But but it's maybe called, one day. It's called Smile. Have you heard about this? No. There's a horror movie called Smile that's coming out, right? And the concept of the movie is, uh, like, once you start seeing people that are smiling at you, it's this very ominous, spooky smile. Once you start seeing it, right, uh, you're dead. You're a goner, right? Oh, shit. And be random people looking at you and smiling the entire time. So... Some of the promotion, go check the commercial out after this podcast. I guarantee you, you'll text me and be like, dude, that was, ugh, it was unsettling, right? Yeah, yeah. So one of the promotions they've done for this is uh, they have hired actors. Because, you know, you watch baseball, you watch it from behind the pitcher so you can see the whole front row of the audience, right? Right, right, right. They have hired actors to come in and sit there and smile at the camera for nine straight innings. Jesus Christ. It's they don't, so creepy, so, dude. It just put like fucking, uh, you know, like cardboard cutouts, all right? Like during what they did during COVID. No, these are real people. It's like, yeah, it's, it gave me as soon as I saw it the first time I was like, this is a promotion for that movie. I was like, I fucking know it. They have done it at multiple stadiums. That's crazy. It is so brilliant, but it is just goosebump heebie jeebies fucking inducing. It's crazy. That's wild, dude. Check that out after the show. Dude, you see the like when um the whole during the whole COVID thing? Uh, they had like a cardboard cutout of like yeah. Getty Lee Rush. Yeah, and it's like, what the fuck is going? On? <laughs> like, it's crazy, man. Like, I, I, and people, people just eat up everything, and it's like, dude, you gotta fucking question everything, and that's that's my thing, dude. It's like you gotta be in the middle and look at both sides and be like, both you guys are fucking nuts. You know? Oh, yeah. Because if you take it to one extreme or the other, you're fucked. Oh, yeah. And you don't know what the fuck to do with your life. You know? You know what's another interesting uh, thing I'd like to know? How many of your fans are... And I, do, do you have like a, a way that they write into you? Do you have an email or something? Or they message you on Instagram? Yeah, they, they usually message me on Instagram. How many of your fans are Red Bar listeners? Oh, I, I've, I've had quite a few actually. Really? Yeah. It's fucked because I like Sip, uh, Sam Tripoli. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like Red Bar and they hate each other. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I think you told me that. They fucking hate each other. But I, I would just be interested in knowing. 
What's what's the story between him and uh, Sam and uh, Red Bar? So, like, why uh, they Tripoli is you a big you uh, told me this teacher, yeah. Right? And so Red Bar made a song about sexually assaulting Sam Tripoli's children. Oh God! And then Sam Tripoli Ghost. said he was going to kill him. Ghost and Ninja, those are his kids. And he's like, "Well, hey, man, if you're a big uh, proprietor of, uh, you know." freedom of speech then i should be able to talk about whatever i want right i mean red bar's a he's a nut but yeah know. but when it comes down to like personal attacks well of course he's gonna have to fucking stand up for himself right sure especially no, when it comes to fucking kids yeah but it's uh red bar actually has one of the best um What's that? You know, like the viewer discretion things? Right. If you read it on his uh, page, it says, uh, getting angry at me is the equivalent of you being mad at Freddy Krueger for killing someone in a movie. This is all all an act. None of this is real. Right, right, right. Right, And that's the way it should be. Yeah. And that's the thing with me, too. Like, I I put a... um, Fuck off these fucking racers, man. Oh, yeah, God don't believe damn. me. They live behind you my house, like, too. $4,000 to fucking make your car sound like a piece of shit? Okay, yeah. anyway, um, uh, yeah, it should be that way. It should be. Anybody should be able to speak freely, but also find a common ground, right? And so Red Bar and Sam Tripoli, Sam Tripoli should, be, should have been like, yeah, okay, I get, I get you, you know? He's trying to, he's trying to get under his skin. Yeah, yeah. You know, but... And that's uh, the thing. I don't don't let anything get under my fucking skin, dude. Honestly. And And that's a big fucking thing, man. And that's what where the armor of God comes into play. Speaking biblically again, where we were at the beginning of the episode, it's like, dude, we should all be able to be free-spirited and just love one another for whatever the fuck viewpoint you have, man. Of course. Yeah. And that's that's what a lot of people are missing now. And, you know, I'm sure some of my audience will love you and some of them will hate you. But at the same time, it's like, whatever, dude, I love you. I can have a fucking great conversation with you. And we're still going to see each other the next day and be like, fucking love you, man. You know? Well, the point is that if you hate me, then you are falling in to the political propaganda and you, my friend, should no longer listen to this podcast and join the party that you most intertwine with. No, I'm just fucking around. If you hate hey, me, that's whatever. That's, hey, that's I'll, for my I'll, career. I'll lose a bunch of listeners for having you on. I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. The fucking Sasquatch people, you didn't need them. <laughs> I won't, dude. There's a couple of things out there that I see it and I just go, you're out of your fucking mind you goofy <laughs> sons of bitches you don't want a podcast that has a uh, has a a mass listener below an iq of like a hundred so those people fuck them enjoy dude honestly man fucking live your fucking life and and find what it is that makes you content like if, you, if you're gonna sit in front of a tv and watch TV, you're going to binge watch Cobra Kai, or you're going to binge watch fucking 
uh, Dahmer, or, which is fucking awesome, by the way. Yeah, um, Dahmer was good. Oh, my God. Or you're going to fucking play a video game or whatever. Um, you know, you're going to find that, like, it's not enough. Uh, and you got to do something that's creative. And, and you got to get it out there to the masses and whatever, dude. Like, fucking find your fucking middle ground, dude. And find your balance, dude. That's, that's what I'm all about, man, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty fucked up right now, so maybe you should wrap it up a little bit. Yeah, all right. We got one more thing. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I heard this thing on Opie and Anthony, and I thought it was so funny. Because I, I re-listened to some of the episodes that have Patrice O'Neill on it. Yeah. Uh, you ever have those moments, they call them like those shower moments, where you're just recalling something that makes you just cringe or gives you the douche chills? I oh, think this is a great way to resonate with your audience. Uh, cause everybody has them, right? Um, like tell us a story and I'll tell you one or two. And like, what is something you still think about to this day that might've happened years and years and years ago where you just go, Oh fuck. Oh my God. I have so many of them, dude. Do you want to actually tell you one? Yes, of course. This is for me and the audience. Oh my God. Okay. First thing that comes to mind is when I was, I think it was like uh, grade two, okay. one or two, grade one or two. And like, I went up to the lunch lady on recess. Okay. Right. And this is like pretty traumatic because I still fucking remember like visually, right? This is how you know it's going to be good. <laughs> so I go up to the lunch lady on recess and she's in the playground, which is like up on a hill, right? And like all the up on the hill was like all the fucking playground equipment, right? And she said, what's your name? And I told her my first and last name. And she's like, your last name is Butt? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, oh my God. She started fucking laughing, right? Next thing I know, I'm at the bottom of the fucking hill where all the kids are up on the top of the hill fucking pointing and laughing at me. That's my oh my God fucking story. What like the past. Your last name? What's that? Like you, like that's what she did. She told them your last name. Yeah, cause she she couldn't stop laughing, and then she fucking told the kids, and all the fucking kids were at the top of the hill and pointing down the hill and laughing at me, and I'm standing there by myself, getting laughed at for my last name, and that was traumatic, but that really fucking helped me like conquer a lot of shit. Yeah, that really helped me go home and put that trench coat on and go in and just deal with I could have been a school shooter, but I took that and strengthened myself with it, right? And that's the way you should do it. But I also had two fucking twin sisters when I was the same age that had a crush on me, and they're always fucking like, oh my god, he's so cute, you know? So it's fucking, it's all positive and negative, man. And if right. you choose to let the negative attack you, then you're not following Christ. 
that's what my message is, is always like, and it's not the religious thing, right? It's, it's, it's all about the positivity that Christ came here to give us and tell us that we are actually a part of God. And any fear that you have is not of God. So therefore, if anybody is attacking you for doing what it is that you want to fucking do, then they're of, you know, quote unquote, Satan, which is the opposer of humanity, right? Yeah. I got a good one for you. Uh, I was in like grade... Is it like eight inches? Yeah, bigger. Come on, you've seen me. I wear the extra large gloves. Mm. Um, So, I was in like grade, I think, five or six, right? And there was this girl uh, in the class that I had a crush on, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I, I was friends with her friend, right? And I don't think that I had explicitly said anything to her friend that made that me suggest that I was that I had a crush on her good friend, right? Sure. So. I'm sitting at my desk one day, right? And uh, so the girl that I had a crush on comes up to my desk and she goes, hey, Thomas, I have a question for you. And I was like, yeah. And she goes, is there anyone in this class that you like? And you have this girl now that you have a crush on asking you this question, right? Right. And I just looked at her and went, uh, I was like, I, I like my mom. And she was like, what? And then she walked away. And to this day, I was like, oh, my God. Dude. That, that, dude, honestly, that applies to my fucking daily life of trying to pick up chicks these days. <laughs> Seriously. You get it though, right? Yeah. Like it wipes you out, right? It, it, it's traumatizing. Any kind of negative response that you get in your life will traumatize you. But oh, you yeah. can't let it traumatize you. Because if you do, you're not going to be able to fucking push forward, right? Oh, oh, absolutely. So I take the negatives and I turn them into positives. And that's what you got to do. There was uh, another time. This is grade nine. I'm in my first year of high school. Here right? he goes, divulging information that probably shouldn't be out there. No, no, it's fine. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, would, I would tell this on stage. Like, I have no problem with it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in grade nine. Um, I was with my first ever, like, real girlfriend, right? And I was so proud of it. Um, and there was one time where school was over and she's like, oh, come outside and make out with me. Oh. And I was like, okay. And I would have had we... a boner. Oh, yeah, you're aroused? Oh, I would have had, had a boner right away. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not aroused right now, but yeah. I, oh, I, man, been like, I have okay. a terrible one after. I have a terrible one. Oh, we'll God. trade stories. You oh, must have a don't. few. Right? Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. I got some stories. 
I got a terrible one after. Okay. We went outside and we were making out like in front of the entire crowd of people that was leaving out to go to the buses. And at the time I thought it was no big deal, but now I think about it and I just go, ugh, fuck, that's terrible. So you just made out in front of a bunch of people? Do you no, think I that like say a bunch of people, dude, <clears throat> the entire school leaving the building? Jesus Christ. So do you think that she wanted to rope you in to do that to get like popularity? No, not at all. I just think we were two stupid 14-year-olds. Oh man, well, why is that such a bad thing? It's just because like I know Was how that looked. You? Huh? Was everybody watching you? Oh, definitely. Dude, wouldn't it be fucking funny if like everybody pulled out and fucking started masturbating? Well, that would have been that would have at least been slightly less embarrassing for me. Ah, man, was uh, so you find that that was like a traumatic experience for you? I just think about it, and it's like the rational <laughs> mind goes, mm-hmm. "Jesus, what were you doing?" All right, you do one, then I'll tell a terrible one after. Yeah, but you were 14, dude. So, like, fuck, whatever, man. You know? Still. I got an awful one. I got a brutal one after. You go first. You want me to tell me... You want me to tell you, like, a a traumatic experience? Not something traumatic. Not something that people are going to be like, holy shit, that's awful. Something that you're just like, oh... God, what do you think about in the shower? Oh, uh, like, like, you like know the meme. You've seen the meme, right? Yeah. I'm trying to think. Um, but I'm a little bit inebriated right now, so it's hard to think about like past experience that, like, a cringeworthy uh, past experience, right? Okay. Is that what you're getting at? Yes. <sighs> Fuck. Okay, so that I still remember. Okay, so my mom took me to a uh, a, a birthday party for her friend, right? Okay. And I was probably about like eight or nine years old. Okay. And I'm watching who's the boss all the time. Right. And so I'm, 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 I'm like in this party sitting beside my mom and, and Judy's there. She blows at her birthday cake. Right. And her name is Judy. Her name is Judy. Right. Oh, God. At the time she's probably like 30 something. Okay. And I'm like seven or eight or eight or nine and and I just for some fucking reason okay but this still fucking haunts me I told her I said oh now you could be like Judith Light from Who's the Boss and she looked at me and she was like okay and everybody in the room was like okay and then everything went back to normal again but it was like a traumatic, it was kind of tra- traumatizing because I said that stupid thing when I was a kid, but it stopped everybody. 
and they were like, "You're a fucking idiot." Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I still look at it and I fucking cringe, right? But it's like nothing. It's just a fucking stupid memory that I had, you know? Yes. And there goes another beer. Who me? Ooh. Yeah, I opened one up. Wanna talk about Dahmer? One second. I got one more brutal one. Okay. This one's brutal. Wrap it up because we're like over two hours. We give the people what they want. Right. Um there was uh same girl that I was in a relationship, right? Uh, like I said, first, like, real girlfriend. And where we met was in the art room. Like, that's how we uh, came to know each other, right? Making uh, uh, making clay penises and vaginas yeah, and putting them whatever. in the kiln. Yeah. Right? Um, there was one time, so the back of the art room held all of the art pieces, right? But that art room was a double-sided door to a different classroom, right? Oh, shit. So there was one time we went into the back of the art room. And, uh, and you know, like it's, it's, it's fresh love. It's new love. Like, you're, you're so all over each other, right? Right. And she, like, climbs on top of me, and we're making out in the back of the art room, right? Little fucking spinner. Yeah. And my my dick is as hard as a rock. Sure. You know? And in the midst of us making out, a teacher from the other room opens the door and walks in and catches us. And goes, like, what are you guys doing? You guys got to get out of here. And so my girlfriend climbs off of me and walks into the other room, but I have to stay seated on that chair for a few minutes. And you had fucking massive hard on. Just a massive hard on. You're ready to like, you just flick the tip of your dick and you're like, oh, I'm done. You clench your butt cheeks and you get the fuck out of there. <laughs> it was brutal. Dude, that's wild, man. Yeah, I, I have some uh, some pretty insane stories. What, what age is this? Something you divulge on your podcast? What age were you when you lost your virginity? Uh, sixteen, I think. Sixteen. Yeah, sixteen I was or seventeen. Fourteen years old when I lost my virginity. Oh yeah, you told me that. You told me that like yesterday or a couple days ago, and yeah, I was like, this "You were fourteen." I didn't say fourteen. Holy fuck. Yeah, dude. Like when I was in uh, when I was in like uh, middle school, there was people losing their virginity at like eight, uh, age uh, twelve. Yeah, I knew a girl like that too. Yeah, it, it, it was crazy, dude. And now you think about it as an adult, and you just go, "That's disgusting. That's way too young." Well, yeah. I mean, uh, supposedly, apparently, right? But but puberty, you know, it uh, it does its thing. So yeah, I'm gonna talk about uh, Dahmer to uh, end this thing out. Yeah, sure. How far are you into it? 
I just passed the uh, episode where it was about uh, what's her name, Glenda Cleveland, I think is her name. Yes, yes. Who looks nothing like Niecy Nash, which is I'm, funny because Niecy Nash she's from is Reno Nine One One, which is one of my favorite yeah. series. And I had a fucking thing for her when she did that fucking blue spandex thing. Right. Oh yeah, Niecy. I, I texted my buddy the other day. I said, I think I have a fucking thing for Niecy Nash's tits. That's so right? <laughs> he just fucking came back at me with like 10 emojis, 10 laughing emojis. Because he knew exactly what I was talking about. Well, dude, I, I watched uh, prior to that. I watched the episode about the deaf guy. And I was like, that's excellent television. Yeah. But that's fucking crazy, though, man. You know, and he had that one guy. I don't know if you're this far yet, but he um, put him up in a nice fucking hotel. And uh, he drugged himself by accident. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw that. And And then he woke up. In like a a stupor, in like a drugged out, drunken stupor. Yeah, and then he wakes up. He's fucking, his fucking... uh, Partner's dead. Yeah, not good. Dude, it's like, you know, what do you think? What do you think of the fact that, you know, this whole serial killer thing is being pushed on everybody? Do you think it's like, what do you think that the the mainstream media wants people to think? No, I just think I think uh, the the whole serial killer ideology being pushed on people is no different than you showing us what a and this is this is gonna sound weird, but it's like can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's no different than you showing us the uh, ideology of an extreme athlete like a, a high level basketball player is like, because these are people that live on the nth degree of what, you know, like what society is. Right. Sure. Sure. Like a Jeffrey Dahmer is in the same category as, and again, I, I don't mean this like they're equals. Obviously he was a terrible person, but like, these are the same people as, like a, an amazing athlete or like a brilliant scientist. It's like, these are the people that are the 1% of that category that uh, whatever you're interested in watching. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you see something like this and you go, it's so far beyond what I am. It's just interesting to, to look inside of it. I think that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, like there's so much to it though. Like it's like, do they want people to look at Dahmer and think that it's okay? You know? No, I because think, no, honestly, no, 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 I don't. I don't because no, 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 I think wait, that's wait, a wait, 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 hear, hear me out. Because, like, you haven't got to the part where, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer is sitting in fucking prison. And he's no, getting but I know what happens. Yeah. Bam, no, but, but so did, but so did um, the Night Stalker. Sure. But I think that right? there's a certain type of woman that Who's likes a, that a, type a, of bad boy. Yeah. Right? But I don't think that um, showing people or society that side 
of a, of a serial killer is necessarily a bad thing because I think I think people are just inherently interested in things that are so far beyond what they are, right? Right. So, right. Like you're not going to kill someone and eat someone, so why not find out about someone that is right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I watched a uh, there's a a good YouTube channel called Top Fives, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they do a lot of documentaries on crazy shit, and they had one about a neurosurgeon that was like actually killing people, right? Okay. And it's like, well, I'm neither of those. I'm not a neurosurgeon, or I'm not right. uh, a serial killer, right? Mm-hmm. But it is interesting to take a peek inside of the uh, the lives and the psychology of someone like that, right? Absolutely, yeah. I don't like how the concept of being a a psychopath or a sociopath is fetishized. Like, I think a lot of people think that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, CEOs are sociopaths. It's like, no, you don't have to be a sociopath to be a CEO, but like, it's, it, it's just, it's just one of those things. Like, I, I don't think it's necessarily glorifying it. Um, well, let me put it to you this way. Okay. So one of my best friends who I've had on the, on the, on the podcast quite a few times, um, but shout out to Alan Seaburn. But he, he he sent me a video on TikTok today, and it, he sends me like so many videos that I can't fucking watch them all because I got people sending me shit all the time, and it's like I can't get to everything, right? But he sent me this video about you know this Christian lady, black lady, watching Dahmer. Oh, talking right? about the fucking demons? No, no, no. Hold hold on. She's like so. This whole Dahmer thing, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, I, I made a sandwich and I was about to sit down and watch Dahmer. And she said, my water bottle all of a sudden just f- flopped down and wetted my sandwich. And she said, I think that was the Holy Spirit telling me that I shouldn't be watching this and this and that. I'm like, and I told Ella, I'm like, dude. I, I don't buy it at all, man. Like, because I I believe that if you if you don't face evil head on, you're gonna run away from it, right? So I think movies and TV series uh, exposing yourself to the dark parts of humanity without running away from it uh, visually, you're not gonna run away from it when it comes at you full full force head on. Right, and, so yeah, these people, and I'm so happy you people, said that. These people that are saying like you can't watch horror movies because it's of the devil. It's like, well, if you can't watch a fucking horror movie and not be scared of it, then you're not going to be fucking scared of evil when it comes at you, you know. But if you're running away from it because you say that the quote unquote holy fucking spirit says that don't watch this, says to not watch this then you are already running away from evil and you're not going to fucking be able to, when you encounter it head on, you're not going to be able to fucking deal with it because you're going to fucking run away from it. Just like you did the fucking fantasy world did. Right. It's crazy to me how people fucking think that way. No, I I don't. Honestly, God, it's only fucking art anyway. Right. No, exactly. No, I, I don't buy it. Um, I call nonsense on that, and I think it's it's just 
why didn't dude the Ted Bundy thing was equally as uh, disturbing? Why sure. didn't I see videos on that? Yeah. Um, well, they'll probably they'll probably do a new fucking uh, Bundy series. Well, they did. Uh, they did. Zach yeah, did. Zach Efron. Yeah, Zach Efron did that. No, right? but like they have a comprehensive documentary on Netflix about it. Sure, it's on everywhere, Night's man. Doctor. Yeah. Like, like I think these people exist. Uh, you have to acknowledge it. Not only do they exist back then, but they exist today. Um, and if you live a life thinking that like the guys like Dahmer or Bundy or uh, Ramirez don't exist, then like you're living in uh, La La Land. Exactly. Why I'm pro gun. Yeah. Absolutely. Protect your family. Protect your fucking uh, area of living. You know, dude. Like, fucking so crazy how people think. It's like, so you think that me not watching, <clears throat> excuse me, me not watching a fucking horror series is going to, like, make me better, you know? Well, exactly, dude. And it's the fact that, like, um, you know, like, the whole gun thing is weird, but... If you think that bad people out there don't exist and that you are safe and privileged enough to walk around and keep your doors unlocked, then, uh, then God bless. It's, yeah, it's, you know, like, that's just how I feel, you know, that to me that, that just feigns ignorance, you know, absolutely. It's just fucking ignorance. It's like, I just want to look toward the light and, 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 and believe in Jesus and not look at the darkness. Well, guess what? If you're a part of the light squad, the light warriors, the light workers, what have you, and people call, have called me a light worker, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm humbled about it. I'm like, okay, cool, right? But if you do not want to expose yourself to the darkness – you're not going to fucking know what evil is and you're not going to know how to fucking combat your enemy, right? Absolutely. Dude, it's fucking awesome. Have you played Ghost of Tsushima? No. Dude, you got to fucking play that game, dude. You got a PS4, right? Yeah. Yeah, play that game. It's like Red Dead Redemption in Japan where the Japanese are fighting off the, the Mongolians. And um, you play uh, a, a samurai and you go around and you become the ghost of Tsushima Island mm. because you're killing all these fucking Mongols. And uh, so they start calling you the ghost because you're undetectable, right? It's right. fucking awesome, man. Yeah, and yeah. that's what I feel like. I feel like right now that I am like, kind of like, like with, hum- with all, hu- all humility inside of me, I feel like I am a hero. And I think a lot of people need to feel that they are heroes with humility intact. Mm. Um, I feel that you're a hero. Uh, I feel that everybody that uh, I speak to, everybody that I communicate with are heroes. And uh, everybody's doing what they got to do. I think that's... uh, I think that's uh, an important thing to to recognize yourself as uh, a part of God, a, a part of the Creator, uh, which is the good, 
it's only good. God can only be good, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that if we, you know, harness the good in us and um, inspire others to do that, then that's where we're going to be successful, whether it be money, cars, bitches, hoes, whatever the fuck. It, it, that, this means more to me than all of that. And it goes against the materialistic way of living. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I ask you if you want to interject on that, then go ahead. No, no, you're right. You're right. And I think that's a, uh, a perfect place to close it. I think we should do this again after I come back from New York and L.A., um, perhaps with a new perspective. Yeah, dude. All I want to hear about is people's success stories, okay? Like, I just want people to be successful. Uh, I, I want them to feel that, uh, you know, we, we have been gi- given a gift of life, okay? And that's energy. And the more energy that you can put out there to the world and inspire other people to do what they're passionate about, I think that's the best thing, man. And yeah. Definitely. That's it. Is this going to be out tomorrow? Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to listen to it at work. Cool, dude. Give it to awesome. Ryan. Dude, Ryan supports my show. He's like, I don't listen to you wholeheartedly, but it's like, I just play your episodes to support you. And I'm like, fuck, yeah, dude. Fuck, thank yeah. you. And when he comes by, he gives you a big fucking hug, you know? Ah, oh, it's great, man. Yeah. I'm going oh, to listen to it tomorrow at work. I just, I just like, I feel like I have a lot of love to give, and this is my way of doing it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did two hours and twenty minutes. Ooh. That's a marathon, my man. It's gonna be longer because I gotta add an intro and an outro. So. Oh yeah, exactly. You can yeah. follow me at Jones Comedy. Come to my show on October twenty third at Cathedral. Tickets available on my Instagram. Thank you so much, Davey. We're going to do this again. Hell yeah, dude. Fuck. We know, that middle we, had, dude. we know that middle ground. We know how to come together on on opposite sides of, sides of the spectrum. Exactly. And just fucking share the love, man. That's what's all exactly. about. Exactly. Thank you so much for coming on, dude. I appreciate course, your dude. time. Uh, I'll always love you, no matter what. No homo. Me too, brother. <laughs> Thank you for having me, and fuck your Sasquatch people, and uh, I can't (laughs) wait till the next one. I can't wait to hear the feedback. I'll share it with you. (laughs) I can't wait. Have them direct the hatred directly towards me so that I can just call them stupid in person. There you go. You know where to find Thomas. Let's go. Let's get it, man. Peace out, brother. Take it easy, man. Have a good night. Bye. Take it easy. Thank you so very much for once again listening to the Red Pill Cartel. And I say cartel with honor because Davy and I are very happy uh, in the uh, direction of the show. And we're very happy with the uh, uh, you listeners, which we call the uh, Cartel, right? You are the people 
that we honor because without you, there simply would be no show. Davy, what do you think about that? Absolutely. Nigel, dude, like, you guys are what it's all about. And, uh, you know, if you can get this show out there in any way possible, then get it out there. Share it, make stories, whatever. Don't push them too hard, baby. You know, they, uh, you know, they can't even put a, a, a five-star review in the, uh, Apple Podcast uh, app or the uh, Spotify app. They can't even uh, click on the star at, at Spotify. We have 25 star reviews, or now it's down to 4.7. I don't, I don't know who that what fucking dumb shit was, but whatever, you know. Um, if you can just simply click that star in the podcast app, whatever it is, and give us a good review. It would help us get out there, you know. We get the, the word along, you know. We get the word along, and uh, yeah. Anyway, Davy, um, I, I, Nigel, would like to really uh, compliment uh, Thomas Jones. Uh, he's a funny fucking motherfucker, and uh, he, he seems to be really uh, close to you, you know, Davy. Uh, no, no, Davy, he's not so close to you. Yeah, dude, like, he's one of my fucking, the, one of the people that I look up to when I go to work on a daily basis, right? Like, I, 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 I look forward to him coming outside and have a cigarette, and I can fucking shoot the shit with him, you know, so. I think you, would, you and him would uh, get along pretty well, Nigel. Yes, uh, I think he could uh, make it the goat's milk, you know, so, uh, yeah, he could squeeze the, the milk out of the goat, you know, so to speak. Anyways, uh, uh, people, uh, you know what to do. Uh, give us good ratings and, uh, you know, follow our content and share it and whatever, you know. We love you. We love you, right, Davey? Yes, we love you wholeheartedly, Cartel. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in again. Yes, thank you so much. And uh, you guys know what to do, huh? Listen to this.